everybody. It's time for the Lori and Julia Book Club. We are delighted. We have best-selling author Karma Brown with us. Her latest book, What Wild Women Do, is absolutely a knockout of a story. And uh, welcome, Karma. Hi, Karma. Hi. Thank you for having me. You're, absolutely. Yeah, you're so welcome. So what wild women do, uh, I, I'm going to let you give the setup of of your very intoxicating mystery that I just loved. I'm so glad. Thank you. Yeah. So what wild women do is a story that's really about self-discovery and it's about two women, one in 1975, Eddie Calloway, who is a socialite turned feminist who retreats from her life to this great camp that her family used to own in the Adirondacks. And while there, what she does is run these wild women retreats for women to come and to just experience nature and adventure in their wild ways. And then we have Rowan in 2021, who's this screenwriter who, along with her fiance, Seth, goes to the Adirondacks to get away from, you know, the pressures of their life and to really settle into their, their individual creative projects and get them finished. And so what happens is that this great camp really centers these two women's stories together. And we're flipping back and forth between 75 and present day. But this great camp and a hidden treasure and this decade-old mystery about Eddie Calloway going missing in 75 and never being found again connects these women across the years and really leads Rowan to a bit of a metamorphosis in her own life. Oh, it it's, is, it's, it's so good. And I have to say, you know... Karma, like this reminded me of like Taylor Jenkins Reid wrote this book because you're, and that's not, you know, she's just a writer that I admire who can tell these oh, books. Oh, yeah, me too. What a wonderful compliment that oh, is. Thank you so much. Yes. And I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can see this. I got to believe that someone has already optioned um this story because it is so interesting because we start with Rowan and her boyfriend and the pandemics happened. They got to move back to her parents. The gig, all the gig stuff is, is up and he's all into his YouTube. And I I, I'm like, I'm like thinking, Oh boy, this is going to be the most challenging thing (laughs) that these two have in their romantic life. And you just, boy, you just nail all of that storytelling. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really wanted to, you know, I I feel like Rowan's 30 and she's at this stage in her life where she sort of feels like she should have a lot figured out, but yet she doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a common place for all of us, no matter what our age, there's still parts of us that are like, wait, are we doing it right? Have Mm -hmm. we, have we done the things we want to do? And so I wanted to stick her in this isolated place where she's really forced to face that, but then have Eddie you know, through a variety of ways, like across the years, really mentor her in many ways through that experience. Oh, my gosh. And then I'm thinking, okay, the outdoor bowling alley. I'm just like at <laughs> it's this. Real. Yeah, it's because real. Eddie's, Eddie's grandfather or whatever, you know, she comes from all this money. And this used to be where they would summer for however six weeks with the servants and the Vanderbilt family was, well, this is another family, but I mean, I loved all of that. And I feel like there's gotta be all kinds of, you know, truths or maybe your own personal experience with how vividly you write about the Adirondacks. 
Well, I did, as a child, go to a place called Camp Sagamore in the Adirondacks, which is actually the Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's um, great camp. And it was it was turned over, it was sold, it was turned over to a conservatorship. And so there were caretakers looking after the camp, and it became an educational facility more mm-hmm. than anything. But you could go and stay. And so we stayed in Gloria Vanderbilt's cabin, which was, it's very rustic, but it also was, you know, fancy it's sort of like sure. glamping yes um, and and there was an open air bowling alley that my sister uh. and I played every day so a lot of the pieces of the story are coming from my own 1970s childhood visiting the Adirondacks oh that's so cool and and you can really feel it and then also you know I like the idea of you know so Rowan is right now but I like the idea too in 1975 I mean women had, they just got radical. We They just were yeah. fed up with mm-hmm. everything and sick and tired of all the ways that, I mean, finally they could, uh, you know, do something. And I just loved how Eddie, you know, she sheds a husband and, and you know, goes and decides to have these camps and give other people courage. But know, knowing that she's going to go missing, there's so much tension reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that isn't a spoiler. No, that is that is a, a clear thing that happens even on the the back cover of the book. Yeah, but yeah, it is. You know, it is that that mystery about well, what happened to her, um, and and what happened to the camp after she disappeared, and to the people that were there, and so that is Rowan's mystery to unravel the best she can, but also to learn about herself as she does. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Karma Brown. This is I, is this your ninth novel, Karma? This is my sixth novel. I have written two co-written okay. books, but okay. this is my sixth novel. Yeah, what wild women do, and um, excellent, yes, excellent, excellent book. Oh, and you, 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 you talk mm-hmm. about first of all, is a child of the '70s with your name being Karma. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are your siblings' yes. names? <laughs> My sister's name is Jenna, but her middle name is Free. Free, okay. So, yeah, Jenna Free. So we did both get a bit of a hippie name. Right. Yes, you did. But you talk about, you know, these by writing these two characters, how much you kind of learned about yourself, which was kind of different than some of the other novels that you've written. Yeah, I did. I feel like both Rowan and Eddie live inside me, and they taught me a lot as I was writing each of their characters. I turned 50 while I was editing the book, which is Eddie's age. And so there is in particular, a lot of her in me or, or what I'm striving to understand about myself. But of course, Rowan lives inside me too. So, right. you know, I carry those women with me. I think most, uh, many of us do. We have all these different parts of us. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you can shut your eyes and you can remember an age so vividly if it was something that it was a struggle year. Let's put it that way. Yeah, precisely. Um, um, Karma, I wanted to ask you about, um, um, God, and I just lost my damn train of thought and it was a good it one. Happens. Oh, the, the, did you do research on like the kind of, camps that women were doing and running because that was really there was just a burst of all this stuff you know retreats retreats and asked and this did you do research on that kind of thing i did and my parents did some of that as well so i i was living through that while they were doing that but i mostly made that up i mostly just decided this is what eddie's wild women retreat looks like in her camp and this is her version Mm -hmm. of this so Mostly it was 
just fictionalized out of my brain. I, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm like ready to try the pesto. You want to go? You wanna uh, yes, go I want to go. Yes, I, we, first of all, I love camp more than anything in the world. And I think every, I went to them a lot growing up and I think they were the most mm. glorious experiences. And I think yes. everybody should be lucky enough to go. Yeah. However Agreed. you get there. I sold nuts to get there one yeah. year. But you know, yeah. it was really, yeah. it's really something that it's magical. Whole, it, it really yeah. is. Yeah, but it, but Eddie's camp is it, all the women are right. grown up. Right. You know, they're Grown-ups. grown up women. They're finding their way in this new thing because Eddie's life is completely different. It is. Yes. She's had a transformation and she wants to offer that. You know, she has resources to be able to do that. And that's how she wants to spend her life. Mm hmm. And you, you know, you kind of, I'm reading something else about you, Karma, is that, you know, someone asked you, what do you hope readers will get out of your book? Um, Yeah. Tell us about that. What did I, what did I Well, here's what you said. I hope readers, regardless (laughs) of age and stage of life, can see parts of themselves Mm -hmm. in the two women. And we've just discussed that. Yes. Also, bravery, courage, and resiliency can show up in both bold and quiet ways. Yes. And that's really important to me because the title, you know, I think people think of wild as being loud and right. rash. Right. And there are so many quiet ways to be wild, to revolt, to make a shift. It doesn't have to be this great big giant shift in your life. And so I think it's important for us to recognize that, that sometimes the smallest decision is really wild and brave and courageous. That's yeah. really nice to hear because you kind of forget that, don't you? Yeah. You do. You do. It feels like it has to be big, especially in the age of social media, oh. you know, where everything is just bigger than the last thing. And right. Everyone's, right. And so it, it, it doesn't have to be a competition. It shouldn't be. And it doesn't have to be loud and brash. It can be small and quiet. Yeah. But but still, those things are now all setting up, you know, other societal you know, expectations mm-hmm. yeah. that, that people make on themselves. So it is like, it's really like, I can just feel I'm with Rowan a hundred percent about, about everything, how she's feeling about her boyfriend or her yes. fiance. Yeah. Same. I mean, I get so many <laughs> messages about how people are like, I have issues with Seth. I do not care for him. No. I was like, well, that's purposeful. You're not supposed to like him. Yeah. You know, but, but he has to be there. We always need a little bit of a villain in a story. So, and also karma, I, you know, for me, like this book, I really, I remember to being 30 and not, not happily married and knowing that mm-hmm. I did not wish to be married any longer and feeling good about my career, but feeling real wishy-washy about uh, having children and um, and then, you know, what am I doing about my marriage? So, but there's a lot of ways that women talk themselves into settling. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and that is what Rowan decides not to do. Yeah. And she really makes a choice that mm-hmm. changes her life. Um, and will change her life in the future. But she's she's brave. She yeah. steps out of the comfort zone, and, yeah. and he does something unexpected. So another big I'm hit for you. Her, yeah. Another yeah. big hit. Thank and, you. And you know, mm-hmm. we do. We've read pretty much all of Taylor Jenkins' book, reads books, and we're going to read all of yours. I mean, you're a lovely writer, but it's just so fun. I just love this book so yes. much. Congratulations! And the cover oh, is so gorgeous. Much. What wild it's beautiful. women do! It's so good. And Karma, I know that. Somebody Reese Witherspoon or I don't know who's going to option this, <laughs> but somebody's going to maybe Taylor will introduce you to the Daisy Jones people. 
Maybe. We'll just cross our fingers. Okay. And and we have to ask you, Karma, what's the last great book that you've read? One of I've read a, a few great ones, yep. um, but one of the ones that I love the most is by Ashley Audrain, her latest, The Whispers, which came out in June or July, I believe. Okay. And she wrote The Push, in case you yep. have read that one. Yeah. Anyway, The Whispers is a story, again, very focused on women, all in this very isolated, not isolated, they're in a suburban community, and a tragedy happens. And it starts to unravel all the stories that they have told each other and themselves about their lives. And it is just, it is so intense um, and so well done. So if you have not checked out Ashley Audrain, you really need to. She is a beautiful writer. Just spectacular. I don't think we've read anything from her before. Oh, you have to. Go and read The Push and The Whispers. And you will understand what I'm saying. Wonderful. Well, we are delighted to meet you, Karma Brown. What Wild Women Do. Pick it up today. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Bye. We've got a couple Bye. copies of What Wild Women Do. Um, give us a buzz at 651-641-1071, and we'll be right back.